Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is Hugs and Misses. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses, where we talk about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that didn't. Alex, how are you tonight, my friend? I am good, but I've made a discovery, and it's really important to me, and I need to tell you about it. Okay, I'm 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 ready. Okay, so I was listening to music at work today, and Air Supply came on. Oh, great band. We're all familiar with Air Supply. Love Air Supply. Uh, all out of love listening to that song and i was thinking to myself i was like wow this girl has an incredible voice <laughs> you already see where i'm going with this well yeah. let me finish <laughs> and so i was looking at the the artwork the cover art for the album and i was like there's no girl in this album that is a mannish woman <laughs> i was like which one of these is the chick and i look it up and i found out that air supply is dudes it's a guy. Yeah, both dudes. Yeah, they're both dudes. And I just, I've gone so long thinking that that was a woman. And I don't know. It just shook me, and I needed to share that. So, uh, I don't know, Russell Hitchcock, you have the voice of an angel, and I apologize. Hey, well, hey, you know, I mean, it's better late than never. I just want to say that I'm, I'm just going to start a conspiracy theory right now that Russell Hitchcock and Karen Carpenter is like the same person because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they have the same exact vocal range. Uh, Anyone can fight me. Dennis DeYoung's a woman. <laughs> Who? Name, his name's Daniel DeYoung from Styx. Oh. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, Led Zeppelin was a guy, right? I mean, I'm... I'm I, I Are Sonny and Cher both boys? I, uh, wait, what? <laughs> okay. I mean, in this day and age, you can't you can't afford to misgender anybody, buddy. Buddy, buddy, <laughs> body. You can't afford to misgender anybody, buddy. But anyway, that's my update. I just needed to get that off my chest and share it with the Everyone. people who listen to this podcast because I don't know. There's just a lot of there's a lot of things that we just take for granted in this life, and I love it. Hey, you <laughs> air know, supplies great. Air supplies wonderful. We learn new things every day. I think I cried a lot during one of my breakups to Air Supply. It's, I dude, since since its inception, I think Air Supply has been the soundtrack to many a relationship <laughs> ending. <laughs> I think if you uh, if you just go back in time to like my high school career, and you just open the door into my room, I'm just laying there on the floor, like cradling an Air Supply album, and just in the fetal position. It's either that or you're, like, frolicking through a meadow. Those are the two options with their supply. You're either really happy or you're just in agony. It's true. You're Someone hurt you. <laughs> Who hurt you, Air Supply? They, they do a great job. Their Christmas album is also just slapping. I didn't even know they had a Christmas album. Yeah, now you know that, and so now you get to wait another eight months or t- eight, ten months. Or I guess it's March now, huh? So it's it's uh, nine months. I don't live by the constrictions that you set for yourself. You're oh, like my freaking wife. I'm listening to it on the drive home. Gosh, damn it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you guys listen to Christmas music. Is it just as sad though? Like, am I gonna have like a? No, 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 no. It's the other. It's the other end of the spectrum. It's, it's like the super holly happy. jolly Christmas. Yeah. And you can listen to it like every other psychopath who listens to Christmas music, like not during that season. Thank you. 
It's your right. It's your freedom. <laughs> do what you want. I can legally do that. Absolutely. And you're free to do so. Just understand that not while I'm in the car. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been four minutes and all I've talked about is air supply. So how are you? Um, I'm okay. My wife's sick. Yeah, that sucks. It really sucks. I freaking hate it when my spouse or my significant other is sick. Because, I mean, like, you can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's only so many. You can't, I mean, you can't make the pain go away. You can't make the sickness go away. You can get them stuff. You can nurse to their need. You can try to do as much as you can to make them comfortable. But everyone's so selfless. Sick. See, I was thinking the exact opposite where it's like, I hate when my spouse is sick because then I just have to stay home. Oh. It's like, can I go out? No, you're still throwing up. Okay, I guess we'll just, I'll be downstairs. I'm selfish. I mean, that's kind of frustrating too, right? Is that there's no expectations because it doesn't happen enough to where like, you know. (laughs) Aren't you better yet? Like, yeah, there's no expectations and there's no, you know, there's no set schedule for how long somebody is sick. Right. Um, And so, you know, you're, you're expected to help them, right? But at the same time, like... Nobody likes someone hovering over them, so, so <laughs> no. but you can't leave because if you do, then all kind of hell ensues. For example, you know, Cassidy's sick. I thought I could leave home and be just fine, have her with Walter, but she's so freaking out of it that he just has free range of the house and went and ate half a pan of freaking brownies. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's make sure he's still alive. Walter, come on, buddy. Yeah, I don't think he's doing super great because all he does is he comes over, puts his head in my lap, burps, and then leaves. He does that all the time. Walter! (laughs) But now it's brownie scented. I think he thinks he's in trouble and he doesn't want to come over to see you. Do you think that's... Well, he is in trouble. He ate half a pound. Oh, here he comes. There he is. Hi, buddy. Is you alive? That dog is like 20% brownie right now. He's, there have been so many chocolate incidents with this dog, and not a one has ever resulted in anything other than his happiness. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm happy that if he's he was, happy. If he was smaller, maybe I'd worry about it, but he's a pretty big dog. I mean, he's close to 80 pounds now. Such a good boy. Yeah, but just don't eat chocolate anymore, bud. You scare the hell out of me. Um, But yeah. Remember, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast or not yet, but everyone needs, before you marry someone, you need to see that person sick. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't see them at this point, which is oftentimes their lowest, then how are you going to be able to support this person? How are you going to be able to stay with this person if like you can't stand seeing them sick? And again, I'm not, I don't mean like stand seeing them like it hurts you, because it always is going to hurt me when my spouse is sick, right? Or even I guess when you'll Walter just have to die. But what I mean is, like, like, ew, they're throwing up, like, gross. They're like, gosh, they're acting like such a baby. Like, But if you can't handle them like that, then, oh, man, I'm coming off of, like, that tacky that tacky meme that went around. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. I mean, kind of, right? But <laughs> I think it's that like, comes it, up at least once an episode. Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and, and they put and the moms that send that out, like, put, like, a minion next to it, and it... Uh, for some reason, like the minion from from the despicable memes makes the saying like applicable for some freaking reason. I don't know. Anyway, what, <laughs> I like to apply that, but you don't deserve me at my best if you can't handle me at my worst. Worst being not their choice. Mm-hmm. 
like being sick. Being sick is not their choice. Like fetal position around the toilet, possibly right. a bowel movement in my pants. Right, exactly. And uh, air supply just on repeat. There you go. I mean, there you go. I mean, it's come we, full circle. See, we brought it back. We brought it back. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm just trying to waste as much freaking time as possible. I was going to say we... you're beating around the bush about this, aren't you? I don't want to do this one, dude. I know, bud. I don't. I'll wanna... go first if you want. It's not going to matter. I mean, you did the first one last time. You want to go first? It's like no, you can do the first one this time too. It's just <laughs> like the first episode when we talked about our worst dates and mm-hmm. like how people mistreated us. Uh-huh. That's easier to talk about than this is. Well, this episode's just going to cancel all sympathy. Oh, They're going to hear no that one's... and just be like, you know what, Alex? I'm glad your mom ate your chicken strips because you're a douchebag. <laughs> you bastard. No, everyone's going to say, Ian, that girl is so lucky she didn't end up going on a date with you because you, sir, are a pig. What happened, Ian? What happened? You'll know. You'll all <laughs> You'll all see. You'll all see. Okay, well, for those of you who don't know, this is episode 10, and every 10 episodes or so, I mean, um, minus special, like, holidays, like Valentine's Day, we're going to do a special episode. So, the next special episode will be, like, the 20th episode. Um, (laughs) If we make it that far after this episode. Yeah, unless everyone stops (laughs) listening after this one. When we get canceled by our fake bosses. Oh, gosh. And so, for this episode, you guys voted... And instead of just our wives coming on, which was one option, but we already had them for Valentine's Day, everyone voted for Alex and I talking about the dates where we were the cause of the nightmare or why why the date was bad because of us. Yup. I'm a bad person, Ian. I am me too, bud. Me I've too. Things. But we better we better jump into this, otherwise I'm not gonna want to, and I'm gonna keep wanting to talk about air supply and sickness and other crap. So I can avoid talking about it for as long as humanly possible. <laughs> we're, at, we're at 10 minutes. I'm like genuinely bummed out thinking about it. Well, I mean... Yeah, it, it's a bummer. I'll go first. Yeah, why don't start us out? Maybe, a, maybe we can find some levity here. You just have to like make as many funny inputs as possible to lighten this mood that we're about to create okay okay, we're gonna go okay okay shoot as long as you promise to do the same yeah i'll try okay let's let's go okay everyone we're gonna start with alex and please know that now we are better people (laughs) (laughs) and one of the reasons we started the podcast was to have people learn from our mistakes so okay go (laughs) ahead brother so the whole premise to begin with of this date that I went on was to use this woman. Like, physically? No. Uh, well, I mean, maybe if it led to that, not like... It's just, I didn't a, it's just, just like a happy bonus. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to make out with her. No, uh, basically, I had just gone out of a very serious relationship, and... I told my friend, like, I've got to get my mind off of this girl, so just set me up with any girl you know just so I can, like, go on a date with somebody else. Rebound. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, I don't even care what she looks like or, you know, I don't care who it is. Just get me on a date with somebody else. And so you can already tell. Just make it it good. (laughs) So uh, he's like, I know this girl, and she's really nice, and uh, 
Don't they all say that? She said. Dealer's <laughs> choice, I guess. But good Lord, could you come up with something else to say about your freaking friends, ladies? She's got a great personality. She's so nice. That's like They're a taboo are... compliment now. Oh. You can't say that anyone has a nice personality because that automatically means you're ugly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like that's precisely what it does now. You can't say you have a good personality because you're like, oh, so how fat am I? <laughs> anyway, so uh, we set this date up and it was a double date, which I think might have made it better because if it was just me, this poor girl would have had to deal with me the whole time. But we decided God to go... forbid anyone have to put up with you for longer <laughs> than an hour at a time. At this point in my life and the way I treated her, yes. Was this before or after you, we knew each other? We knew each other. This was like after the... Like this was like after 2015. Oh, okay. Okay, so this is... We knew each other at this point. Yep, okay. yep, yep. So my buddy sets this, up, sets this date up and we decided to go bowling. Which I think is a bad date in itself. I, Sorry, bowlers. I just don't get it. No, my wife loves bowling. I can't. I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the easiest sport to do. Stick your. Oh yeah. Okay. Are you saying that for real? Because it's not. What's the easiest sport? The easiest sport. Yeah. I don't know. It's not bowling though. You have chairs. You have food brought to you. Yeah, but, I mean, like, getting it down the middle is hard. Oh, well, I don't care about that. I just care about, like, how much I have to move. Oh, well, that's... Like, a... I'm not in it to win it. I'm I just... mean, that's a great point, right? I mean, I just don't like sticking my fingers in dirty holes. Well, at least not those. Jeez. But... Anyway, <laughs> so we decided to go bowling, and uh, I was in this really crappy, like, 94 Honda Accord. And oh yeah, I remember that car. It just looked like garbage, so I'm sure like my first impression of her was great. And I think she expected me to like come to the door to get her. But I just uh she lived in an apartment complex, so I just called her. And I was like, Hey, I'm here. But that's different. That's different. I think She gave me like the address though, like the door. Okay, well maybe not. But I called her. Was it on the third floor? It was on like the second floor. <laughs> so You're she comes down still. and uh just for a little bit more background, I have been, like, extremely gassy. So I was just, like, farting in the car the whole drive over. Just... And I don't think it aired out. I didn't smell it, be but I'm, like, the producer. Yeah, and you're also, like, not a good judge of airing things out, quote-unquote. Well, unquote. yeah, okay, we can get into that another time, and I'm sorry. But <laughs> I, uh, I'm i pretty sure my car just smelled like absolute feces. And <laughs> just straight in. So... <laughs> I call her down. Come to me. I call yonder maiden. And she comes down and I, I open the door for her because I'm not a complete dick. And she gets in the car and it's just, you know, it's a 94 Honda. Like it's not, I think it's it's as old as I am. And it's just gross. And I think that's another like big turnoff for people is when your car just isn't in great shape. Well, if your car, that's that we talked about this, remember? I would much rather have... I don't care what kind of car you drive as long as it's clean. Mm -hmm. But if it smells like butt <laughs> and there's trash everywhere, regardless of the car you have, I'm gonna. it's going to be a bad impression for me. I had cleaned it out, but I think just the wear and tear over the years had made its mark. So, uh, <laughs> Do you live here? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, not tonight, hopefully. As I, uh, <laughs> I'm like driving and uh, I had decided in my mind, I, I'm just... I've got this other girl on my mind the entire time. And the I'm one like, you broke up with? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, man, this is so hard. Like, 
why did I do this to myself? Like, I'm not even going to try. Why? And so she, this poor girl, she's like trying to make small talk. And I'm just like, Nyeh. like, I'm not engaging oh, at all. No. She's like, do you like bowling? And I'm like, I'm not very good at it. Like, I haven't done it in years. And she's like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> okay. and I think we just sat in silence. Not giving me much to work with, buddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you like to do? No. Eat. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> right poetry <laughs> and then burn it up but uh i just wasn't giving this girl much to work with i didn't talk to her for like i think a solid five minutes drove by and we get to the uh bowling alley where my buddy and his wife were at and this girl and my buddy worked together and so they just kind of like started making a conversation and they're just talking and so i just like start talking to my buddy's wife because we're also friends Mm -hmm. and i think i talked to his wife like the whole time like i didn't even talk to my date oh okay and then i just bowled and she tried to be like she was trying so hard she's like hey like great job like good Mm -hmm. what do you call it good bowl what do you call it when you what is the 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 actual the act of bowling uh good good no that it's not a swing it's It's not not a a hit strike or a spare or yeah i guess you can you can either say good strike or good spare anything else it's like oh so close good roll those are the (laughs) good roll yeah she'd be like oh so close good job and i'd just be like yeah don't freaking patronize me (laughs) i see your lies and i just didn't talk to this girl at all and i don't know she just seems so like let down like i could see it like oh, her smile slowly no. faded from her face and i just didn't care did she know who you were before you guys went out no this was a blind date okay was she like like barring the fact that you're married right now i mean mm-hmm. was this girl like cute yeah okay yeah she was i'm not saying like you know you shouldn't have treated her any different if she was. I'm just saying, like, Well, if she were hot, I would have put more work into it, Ian. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying, right? I mean, did it have anything to do with the fact that you're just like, oh, no one's going to be as pretty or anything like that? No, this girl was gorgeous. She she looked great. I just didn't have the emotional capacity to put any effort into this date. And I don't know why I set myself up for that, because I knew I wasn't going to, but I just Sounds did. like a you problem. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like you're trash. <laughs> and then uh, I think if I had any doubt that this date was going bad and the fact that I was ignoring her was not enough, it was very clear by the end, because when we drove home, she just sat in silence. Mm. And her arms were folded and her knees were facing away from me, which, guys, if you don't know... That's another secret way that ladies tell you they're mad, is that they'll put their point their knees towards the door mm-hmm. instead of pointing them towards True you that, at the man. wheel. At least it's been explained to me that way by no, and I, I I can I can attest to that. I I think that's a mutual experience. And uh, she just sat in silence, and I like felt bad, so I tried to bring up bowling again. So we tried. <laughs> nice job, Alex. We Good had like save, the buddy. same. We had the same conversation on the way back as we did on the Christ, way there. It's just like everything in reverse. I was like, I didn't. I never. I haven't bowled in a while. And she's like, Yeah. She like gave me that like tone of voice. Not that like I didn't deserve it. But then, we. Oh gosh, we pull up to her apartment, and I think she was still like giving me a chance. Like she sat there for a minute. 
and she like waited for me to like do something i don't know if she wanted me to like get out and open the door for her or something or walk her to the door but i just sat there well see ya i just <laughs> i just had my hands on the, on steering, the steering wheel, wheel and i just like looked at it and she's just like okay bye and she opened the door and like slammed it and walked upstairs and just did not look back and she just stormed off and uh i got a text from my buddy a couple days later and he was like what did you do and i was like what because i didn't want to like admit that i was a dirt bag and he's just like she said that you were just really boring and rude and i was like yeah i guess i might have been and she's like i was like i asked i asked her if she wanted to go on another date with you and she said no and i was like yeah that makes sense and uh yeah i think that was probably one of the dates where i intentionally and knew for myself that i was the the cause of her suffering and that's me how's she doing now do you know uh she's married she has a she has a child oh good so she recovered from that yeah and uh yeah, I just want to, uh, I'd apologize if I ever saw her again, but I think I'd risk physical injury if I try to talk to her. Yeah, I feel you, dude. I feel you there. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> well, that's me. I'm done. You've done so much since then, though. You've, I can't imagine you as being boring. I, you must have been super broken. I mean, not to like. Give yourself an excuse. Yeah, justify myself, but. My mind was totally on this other girl the entire time, which is mm. just not, obviously, it's not the mindset to be on when you're taking another girl out. But for some reason, I thought that would be the best way to get over somebody is to go out with somebody else. And clearly it wasn't. It God. just, uh, I don't know. For me personally, the rebound method is just not helpful. Especially for dudes. We don't, I feel like a lot of the time, especially until we're older, we don't have the emotional maturity to handle a rebound properly or at least in a healthy way no i think it's you just make out with a girl and then they drop them yeah. when they're done using them which is like the worst term to use but. it is no it's a super bad term which is what makes this next part like even worse oh no uh okay where do i begin the beginning ian i know i was born was born in Salt Lake City. Stalling! <laughs> um, okay, well, I need to... I had a particularly hard time with this one. Not even the story itself, because I can think of the story very clearly, where it's... There are other stories. There mm -hmm. are other stories that I could choose from that I just probably can't remember as well, or probably just didn't have as much of an explanation except for this. Or something we just blocked out of our minds. Yeah. The explanation for most of my bad dates is that I was a stupid, horny teenager and I just wanted to grab tit. <laughs> like, I I was a bad person. Like, that was, that was like, the goal. Mm -hmm. And I could pretend that I would want to be, like, emotionally fulfilled. But, I mean, I'd be lying to myself if I said that that was, like, the main motivator behind dates with a lot of these girls dates i say dates i use that term like super li liberally mm -hmm. because a lot of the times these hangouts which is what they were 
resulted in me like making a move. Oh, okay. And most of the time I wasn't denied, but most of the time it was like, you could definitely tell I was just the, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the person who like definitely brought it up. Mm-hmm. Like that was not what they had in mind, but that's definitely what I had in mind. Mm-hmm. And again, it was all like consensual. I'm not saying anything like that. Right. It's right, just right, that right. like after that kind of stuff. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that like, that's like a bad thing either. It's not a bad thing to like express yourself physically and to connect physically. What the bad thing is, is that that was all it was for me. And then after I was done, that was it. And I didn't know what the term was back then, but I would just ghost them. Yeah. Were they like texting you and expecting like yep. a relationship to yep. bloom from this? And then yep. you just, yep. And I was, and yeah, I was a scumbag for a long time. I can think of three or four right now specifically that I feel especially bad about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm sure there were more. That's the thing that I'm just, Cassidy forgives me for like who I was back then. Mm-hmm. But I was I was just not a great person. I can't remember how many girls I just like. I just chased tail, you know. That's all I saw in a lot of them. Yeah. It, like, oh yeah, she's cute in that way, in that way. And I remember specific personality traits that now I look back and I'm like, wow, that was really cool. But back then it was just like another. Oh, how does this add to their attractiveness? Mm-hmm. And so, <sighs> to those girls, I. I'm sorry, I really am. It's just, that's, I appreciate y'all being patient with me, giving me a chance, and I'm sorry I blew it, because that's not what you deserved. It really wasn't. Um, This one, this date, I'm the, this bad one. See, that, that that is my explanation for a lot of the bad dates, okay. dates, quote-unquote, that I went on. This bad date didn't necessarily have much to do with that, thankfully. And this is, and that's why I picked this date to talk about, is because it, it the excuse wasn't just like, oh, I just wanted tail. Okay. I just wanted to touch. <laughs> I just wanted to go in the heavy, canyon and heavy pet. It wasn't. It's 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 not like that for this one. This one was kind of like yours, and where I actually got reprimanded. Okay. Um, and this is, I think that's why I picked it. So it was, I think, my senior year of high school. Um, I had recently broken up with a girl who I believed I was going to marry because <laughs> what senior in high school doesn't date a girl and think that she's the one? <laughs> you know? I did it. You know, like the, the girl who I just had broken up with definitely was the girl who I saw then more than just physically. It was a girl who I really actually emotionally bonded with. And I think that's what made it so hard. Yeah. Is that was the first time I experienced like not just like jealousy over, oh, now somebody else gets to touch her. Right. It was, <laughs> oh my wow, now somebody gets to, well, I'm, I'm not even kidding. That's how freaking messed up of a person I was. Well, no, I'm just laughing because of the reality of how true it because, is. Right. I mean, I just, I, like, I, I don't mean, like, want to speak for every single dude, dude, but honestly, you go into any like gym locker room and that's all it, that's all it is. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, my heart is broken. No, you're not. You're just jealous that someone else gets to grab her boob now. <laughs> like, come on, are you serious? You're not brokenhearted. Like, don't give me that crap. But this was the time I was seriously, I was brokenhearted. I was, and and that's what I think made it so hard is because I was emotionally shattered as mm-hmm. well. So this girl asked me to a military ball. Um, I don't, I don't remember what the context was. I don't remember why, how she got tickets to the military ball. I think it was like, um, I think she, it was like a charity ball or something. Oh, so she wasn't like in the military. Right. No, she wasn't. Um, and she invited me because she kill you when you 
Yeah. Because <laughs> we'd been friends for quite a while. We'd gone to elementary school, I think, together and junior high and now high school. And for the longest time, she was always really nice to me. And, and we kind of, you know, throw insults back and forth because that's how I flirted. Okay. Right. And that's did you have? <laughs> right. Um, what did you say? Sorry, was that a question? You, I was, did you have like romantic feelings for this girl? Eventually I did because we, we kind of bonded because we were both in like student government and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and we went up to this, I think it was like a week or two before this event. We went up to like a student government training thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It was like the beginning of my senior year because that training was at the beginning of the year. We went up to like park city and we went to a training and all together. And, you know, we stayed pretty close to each other in this, you know, we were there for two or three nights you know, and we stayed pretty close to each other and we, you know, we're like, Hey, let's go, let's go, let's get out of here or something. Oops. Um, let's get out of here. Let's, let's go do something else. Let's talk. And she was one of the only people I could, you know, really open up to in that regard anyway. Um, and so I started seeing her like that and she was always really nice. And she finally came. I mean, that was when she like texted me and she's like, listen, I've always liked you. Like, haven't you, why haven't you noticed? Oh, and I was like, wow, this girl is fantastic. Um, and I, and she was an athlete, hell of an athlete. Um, and I remember really, I think it clicked with her when I was, she'd like broken her leg or something because she played soccer. She was really good. I don't know if it was, I don't know if she hurt her leg in soccer or what she did, but she had to use crutches or mm-hmm. a wheelchair. I don't remember which. Um, but we had one of the classes together, or at least a class down in the same hall and it was downstairs and I would pick her up and carry her downstairs um what a gent and that was like when i was like wow this girl is really cool you're like holding her in your arms and you're like this could this could last yeah this could blossom into a romance this could be a forever kind of um but yeah she she was awesome and so she invited me to this military ball now if if you know me personally everyone in my life you know that I, i i i don't have a filter Oftentimes I will curse, cuss, and make inappropriate jokes regardless of circumstance and regardless of company. Now, I don't know. I guess I couldn't have spent too much time with her at this point because I don't know if she knew that or if she just expected better. Either or, it's still on me because I didn't adapt and I didn't um. I didn't accept responsibility. But apparently during this, during the entirety of this ball, which I had, by the way, so we go to the ball, we dance, we have fun. We go get like a dinner dessert afterwards. Fantastic. I had a great time. I thought it was great. Fantastic. So you were none the wiser. I was none the wiser, none the wiser. Okay. Um, which again, services to my ignorance, right? I'm just, I'm just an idiot. And so she, the next day. I texted her right after she dropped me off and I said, I was trying to be very polite. And I said, Hey, thank you so very much for inviting me on that. I had so much fun with you. I had so much fun, fun with our friends. I'd love to do it again. Mm-hmm. And she didn't text me back. And so I was like, Oh, she must be just super tired or whatever. And then the next morning I get a text that says like, I can't believe, I can't believe you. I can't believe your behavior. Oh no. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you swore like so much like a sailor. I expect some, I expect so much better from you. And she's like, you were making people uncomfortable. You were doing this, this, and that. And I didn't know. I didn't know, right? And mm-hmm. and from this day on, by the way, by the way, 
I, you know me, I will typically after an event or something, I will always check with somebody and be like, Hey, were you uncomfortable? I'm so sorry. Did I make you uncomfortable? I mean, this was that event that made me super anal about it. Oh, okay. This is why I do it. So she is texting me and she's like, I expected better from you. I can't believe, you know, the language that you used. I can't believe the manner in which you behaved. She's like, I don't, you know, I don't know who you are. Oh man. And one of my friends was like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't notice because that's just, I know who you are. Right. But maybe that's, you know, you asked Ian out on a date. Like that's what he's going to be. And that kind of was like, is that what you think too? And he's like, yeah, bad, but it's not bad. And I'm like, well, obviously it is bad. And so I'm pretty sure that was the night that ruined what was between us. Okay. And kind of, I kind of broke her heart that night because I wasn't, either who she thought I was or I just didn't I didn't behave properly and after that she wrote me while I was on my mission a couple times right really? but, um, it just never was the same um, and now she's um, she's married to a girl oh yeah so she I don't know if she was always um, I mean I'm pretty sure she I mean she must have always felt that way mm-hmm. um, right but, uh, again, I'm happy she, and they've got a little girl now and it makes me super happy to see that. And she's doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and her wife are very happy and I'm very happy to see it. Very glad. I'm very glad that, you know, it turned out that way. But, uh, yeah, to this day, I still, I still feel bad. I still feel awful. Yeah. I think when you, cause we both got text messages, you got it from the girl personally. And I think, I think that might've burn a little harder but reading a text message and hearing that somebody felt uncomfortable or felt horrible at your expense yeah or because of something you did yeah yep i don't know about everybody else but that just makes like my heart drop into my stomach and i just hate it and i feel awful for like you know like a week at a time i'm just you're just in like a funk or a depression oh yeah and I knew I was doing that. I knew I was being an awful person. But then hearing that she knew it too, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. But when I heard it, I just think it kind of like snapped me back into reality and made me realize like, oh, of course I made her feel that way because I was being that way. Yeah. But for you, that's harder to pinpoint because you were just being yourself and whether that, yeah. whether or not she... We just didn't know that you were like that at the time or whatever she was expecting. I can't say. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I mean, obviously I, if I were, if I were who I was today, which is a lot more intuitive mm-hmm. and I have perception, and I can tell when people are feeling relatively uncomfortable uh-huh. and you know me, I'll often push the envelope on that. Even when people are feeling uncomfortable, I'll, I'll cross the line again and again because most of the time a lot of the people who I care about understand who I am and don't care. And the other half of it is the people aren't, and this is the messed up part, the people who I'm offending aren't important enough for me to care about. Mm-hmm. That's like the, one of the most messed up things for me to say um, because now it's almost worse, right? Now I'm not doing it out of ignorance. I'm doing it on purpose because I know that that person can impact. I mean, it, it, somebody can always like do something, right? But it's not business, I'm not at, I'm not at work. I'm not at my job. You know, this person has nothing to do with me in my life. This is the one first time I'm going to see this person. I could care less if they're offended. 
I could care less if they care, if they, but this was different. This was, this was a girl who I genuinely liked and genu- genuinely wanted to get to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended that night. Like it wasn't the same afterwards. And I tried to spark it up again and again and again. But I think after that, she was just too uncomfortable. Man. <sighs> but yeah, that was, I mean, you'd think that I couldn't, you know, get any more like, I mean, I think back on this point in my life and I think, wow, could I be any more of a scumbag? <laughs> I think about like the reason I dated some of these other girls and then the way I behaved even with the girls that I chased for more than that, mm-hmm. you know, and I still was that way. Right. It just makes me, I mean, it makes me to this point very grateful to who I've, I've become or at least tried to better myself in some kind of way. And who I have now, my wife who bless her heart tolerates a whole lot more than that. I think I, uh, would hope that's the same for everybody who has to mm-hmm. go through these dates is that they uh, learn from them. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's the case with a lot of these dudes that we review or girls as well. But uh, I don't know. I can say for you personally and for my for myself personally, I think that we uh, outgrew those teenage urges and tendencies at least a little bit. Well, it comes down to, it comes down to, I don't remember who says it, but it's like, do you want a girl or do you want a woman? Like, and that perspective has changed so much for me. Yeah. Because there are always going to be girls, Mm -hmm. but it takes a lot to make a woman. And my wife is a woman. Um, And oh, you want to marry a woman. You don't want to marry a girl. Mm. And now again, don't take this as like a gender thing because you can say, I don't want to marry a boy. I want to marry a man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean the same kind of thing you can play to whatever gender you have, what have you it's, there's a difference and it's become, it's like, and you can say child and you can say adult, what, whatever, whatever descriptive word you want. Don't to marry put in a there. child. Right. I'm just yeah. going to put don't, that out there. Don't marry a child. Never marry a child. <laughs> Please don't um, marry a child. <laughs> but whatever descriptor you want to use in there, there's, there's a huge difference. And I think at that point I was still a child. I was still a boy, mm-hmm. um, and my wife helped me help make me into a man, into like somebody who would be worthy of of her. Mm-hmm. Um, now again, so I thank all the girls and women who you know built me to that point, helped me become a better man. <laughs> whether they liked it or not, whether yeah, seriously, whether they liked it or not, you helped me. You did. You did so much, and I've I've gone on these guilt trips sometimes where I like hear these, it it happened. It like started during the podcast or when we started thinking about it Mm -hmm. where I helped these guilt trips and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're making fun of these dudes and these girls who like are the causes of these bad dates. And I have never made recompense. And so like I've gone on rampages sometimes of like messaging people from like years back and just saying, Hey, listen, I'm so sorry for the way I acted. I was super immature, emotionally unstable and I hope you'll forgive me and I hope you're doing well. Like, and and I've gotten some good responses, like no hard feelings and some passive aggressive responses and then no responses. Really? Some passive aggressive yeah. responses? Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't know. I've always, like, I don't do that a whole lot. Well, but I mean, to the people I have to do it. To I mean, the people I... I have reached out to have always been like, mind you, years have passed, giving plenty mm-hmm, of time right. to heal. But uh, they've always kind of been like, oh, it was years ago. Like, it's totally fine. But uh, 
I don't know. You're braver than I. I would. I don't think I have the balls to message the girls that I went on bad dates with. The or... one, the one that I talked about today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever apologized. No. I I I I probably apologized a thousand times that day and like afterwards. Yeah. Right? But I don't think I've ever apologized. You know, after the actual. You know, like after the fallout of the event. Like Do you feel like you need to again if you tried to before? No, I don't. For this one, I don't really think I need to because I feel like the best way to apologize is to like let her live her life. Stay, stay away. Yeah, I mean, and maybe that's the way I should have let a lot of these girls. But fortunately, I've been able to remain friends with some of them. Um, a lot of them are really good sports <laughs> because, <laughs> man, did they tolerate me. Um, and you know, once again, I'm just, I'm sorry for the way I acted and the way I behaved and who I was. And, uh, but you made me better. You all did. So I appreciate it. I really do. Got it all off your chest now? Um, I don't know. I'll probably be in the shower or laying in bed or something <laughs> tonight and think to myself, oh my gosh, I forgot about that one. Well, hey, you know, who's going to be there for you? Uh, you? Air supply. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> It's like you, Walter, my wife. <laughs> it's like thinking of. No, I'll yeah. be there for you, but uh, air supplies always got your back. Air supplies always got my back. <sighs> but I don't know. I mean, like, what can you say? What can you say besides, like, just don't do what we did? And you can say that you grew. Yeah. And that you became better from it, and that you tried your best to recompense with it. And I think that's all you can say. I think that's all you can do. I think you need to. Uh, ask for forgiveness from one more person, Ian. Who? Yourself. Oh God. Uh, I need to. I need to come full circle. <laughs> and then forgive yourself. I need to. Yeah. I need to go back and like read some of the things I used to write and some of the things I used to say. Man, I used to be a child. Ugh, was... <laughs> like when you get the Facebook notifications from oh, your thankfully, old status. Thankfully, I made a new one after when I went on a mission and deleted the old one. That's what I did. Thank goodness, because I can't imagine the crap I used to say. You know what? All mine was was uh, I think eighty percent of it was probably Blink One Eighty Two lyrics. And <laughs> this is how I feel. And the rest was I'm bored. I think I did a couple passive aggressive like things, especially to like, yeah, I definitely did. Did you? <laughs> oh, totally. I, I would, I would, I used to be that person, right? Who used to like call people out on social media, but like not call them out, mm-hmm. like not use their name, but like definitely passive aggressively. Like, but now we have Twitter. Now we have Twitter, which I don't use Twitter anymore because of that very reason. Because if you can make your point in 140 characters or less, you've won, which oftentimes <laughs> does not explore the depth of the issue, whether that be relationships, politics, what have you. Anyway, screw Twitter. Now you can now you can make Instagram posts about how sexy you are and like block the other person like the one person from seeing your story. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, hugs and misses is on Twitter and Instagram at hugs and misses. Are we on Twitter? Yeah, we're on Twitter. Okay, hey, I'm well, running. I'm running the Twitter. Account. Well done, buddy. Yeah, it's have you been seen me? I've been posting stuff on the Facebook page. I have seen that. I love it. I need a. Uh, I love your. I love your Instagram posts. I mean, I, I'm sure your Twitter posts are great, too. I just... It's basically the same right now. Well, that's good. I mean, that's fine. But, uh, that's fine. I need to do better at Instagram. But we're there. You can follow yeah, us. Yeah, follow us, please. And don't hesitate to send us stories, too. Like I said, we always, always, always are looking for new stories. Especially from, you know, sources that... Not, I mean, you don't even... If you don't know us, it's okay. 
mean, a lot of the sources that we've had so far are people who we, who we know have had close experiences with, but you know, people who are just listening to this, people who are friends of our friends, send us stuff. We don't mind. Honestly, we love, we love to read. I'd be flattered to get a story from someone I don't know. We would. And it we, means that someone was listening. I'm floored every day by the number of people who that listen to this. Yeah. Honestly. Consistently. Right. Not just like the first episode, but like they continue to listen. Especially if they made it to the end of this episode. Mm. Yeah, I don't... I might send this episode to her. Really? Mm-hmm. Just... I'd say, hey, um, no, it's been a while. Hope you're doing well. Um, got a podcast now about terrible dates. I think you'll find this one familiar. <laughs> oh, geez. Just... <laughs> the, the thing is, though, the problem with that is not... I don't think... I think she'd probably like remember other things that I did and like tell me like, oh, by the way, Ian, you also did this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, I already said I was a bad person. Let's move (laughs) past it. (laughs) Was this not enough repentance? (laughs) Oh, man. Remind me from here on out. I'm just going to talk to you in like um, musical or Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) Remember, because last week we talked about. No, it wasn't last week. No, yeah, it was the Phantom Mm -hmm. of the Opera story. I'm just going to talk to you. Prima like diarrhea. I'm going to be like, hey, Alex, scratch my back. You're going to say. Why? No. No. <laughs> you oh. will curse the day you did not do. All that Ian asked All of that you. E- your co-host asked of you. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, we made it through it, right? I'm still. I'm still proud to sit beside you. Thanks, buddy. I'm proud to sit by you, too. But I think you're a great guy. Uh, thank you. I think you're a great guy, too. Oh, but thanks. For anybody... Even though I fart in the car and don't, don't like bowling. Disgusting! Yeah. Um, and thank yeah. our wives, as always. As always. And everyone who listens to this. So, if you have a story, remember to reach out on social media like Alex says. We now have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook or if you don't want to use any of those outlets, please email us at hugs and misses spelled out podcast at gmail.com. That's hugs and misses podcast at gmail.com. Um, and with that, Alex, do you have anything else to say to our loverly fans? Air supply is great. And so are you listeners. Hey, you know, I don't think you can end on any brighter note. I'm trying to go out happy. <laughs> Thank you. If we could just fade out of this episode with All Out of Love playing in the background, I'd do it, but I know there's illegal things. I think we'd get, like, yeah, I think we'd get trademarked. (laughs) Maybe I'll just sing it and you can fade it out. Okay. We can do that. I'm all out of love. Thanks, everybody. I'm so lost without you. No, you were right. Believing in so long. I'm all out of love. What am I without you? It can't be too late to say that I was so wrong.